Hello and welcome to episode two of A Tale of Two Singles. We're two friends talking about the reality and hilarity of single Christian girl life. If you haven't listened to episode one, what have you been doing with your lockdown? (laughs) Go and check it out now. It's golden. Coming up in this episode, why singleness isn't just waiting for marriage, five pound dolphin disasters and men in uniform. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to podcast episode two. Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited too. It's really exciting that actually so many people listen to our first episode. I know. I'm genuinely surprised that it made that many hits in such a short space of time. So thank you to everyone who listened. We hope that you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And it's really fun to get good feedback from people and yeah, that people have laughed. And so... I hope we can make you laugh again. <laughs> I know. So welcome back to A Tale of Two Singles. Whoop, whoop. I know. Um, I don't know why I whoop whoop that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth whoop whooping about. <laughs> that's really cringe. I'm going to... No, that's staying in. <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so things have kicked off since episode one and now we're more properly in lockdown. Yeah. How's it been for you? So um, lockdown has been very interesting, actually, because it's meant I've had to work from home just like the rest of the nation and managing that and the lack of motivation to do it. Week one was fine because it was new and it was exciting. Week two, not so great. (laughs) I significantly um, decreased in self-care. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. What's your general work from home outfit been this week? So, uh, well... First week, I still got up, put makeup on and everything. I was like, let's just do an effort, you know, why not? This last week, (laughs) I didn't wash my hair for a large number of days and it began to look inexplicable and I I had to do something about it, so... (laughs) I did see actually and I know that is true. She had like a little mane going on. It was really impressive. It's <laughs> pointing out all angles that nobody should be <laughs> subjected to. So um yeah, it's been an interesting it's been an interesting lockdown. But um I also um decided to wax my legs. <laughs> a home wax. Yes. Tell with, me more. So I use so I've got like a full because I'm I'm committed to the waxing, right? I feel like you're either committed to shaving or waxing or epilating. They're like the two the three <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the three main areas that I'm aware I tried of to anyway. commit. I tried to commit to waxing, mm-hmm. but um I got back from overseas, went for one wax, then lockdown happened. <laughs> Just bought a razor. I'm back. I'm back to shaving. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So I like I refuse to do that because I like this has been years worth of like commitment, right? So I'm like refusing to let this lockdown end. That last Saturday, two hours to do half a leg. (laughs) (laughs) Did you at least do both legs? Yeah, I did. So I did. Okay, so I did like two half legs. But oh my goodness, I lost the will to live by the end of it. It was wax everywhere, and I was a sticky mess. Would you say your wax was the highlight of your week? No, I would not say it was a highlight of my week. What's been the highlight? But I think it was an achievement. Oh, I would just say it was an achievement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is something that I'm going to learn over the lockdown, how to do that more efficiently. <laughs> I'll give you updates. Other people are deciding to learn a new language or like become an artist, but Geraldine's going to learn to wax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I feel like that's a valid like trade to learn. That's going to be very useful for life yeah I wouldn't yeah I don't know if other people are going to want to pay you to do it for them but it's a useful skill for yourself for sure <laughs> yeah exactly then I might spend less right true a true story 
it's a win okay what about your week how's that been um my highlight of the week honestly it's really lame but i ate the best chocolate mousse i've ever eaten <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah it was like, a goo, so like a, yeah so i don't normally like chocolate <laughs> mousses and others of us love them it's like the yeah. best thing ever but this was a goo <laughs> chocolate mousse and I had like a layer of salted caramel that I wasn't expecting because I didn't oh, read the hello. It was incredible. Hey, oh, I can get on board with that being a highlight. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I may have a mild addiction to the chocolate mousse, <laughs> which you witnessed when we lived together. <laughs> yeah, it was a great highlight, honestly. I don't, I'm not like doing product placement and like advertising things in this podcast, but if you, uh, if you have hit a low point in your life like I did... <laughs> By one of those mooses. Oh my word, can I actually say what was a real highlight in my week? If you want to. I've just remembered <laughs> that waxing aside, <laughs> an actual highlight is um, one of my friends sent me, uh, like, had ordered all of these sweet treats from a local bakery, which then, uh, like, the other morning I went downstairs and it was like posting out my, po- like, my letterbox. And I opened it up and there was like this gorgeous little note in it of like encouragement and delicious baked goods inside oh shout out to that friend i know that was a real highlight i love that that's very sweet i feel like that's yeah. a good thing in lockdown like learning new ways to be kind to each other when we're not seeing each yeah. other like how can yes. we encourage each other yeah and what i also really appreciated is that that was like a local um bakery so supporting local brands yes yeah like that's important it is important i know let's keep them alive because we don't want to lose them if you're listening to this podcast and you've been really hit by this lockdown situation we're really sorry we're thinking of you yeah we are sorry and also if you can guys buy local send it to your friends it's a great encouragement and if you run a local business let us know who you are and we'll try and support you if your local business is local to us (laughs) well not even to us like who knows how far people are listening yeah true that is true. So talking about people getting in touch with us, yeah. I actually want to share with you a message that we received from one of Ooh. our male listeners. Oh, hello, male Single listeners. Single male Christian. Welcome. Hello. Um, <laughs> so he had like a genuine question, which I feel like we could challenge as okay. one of the myths that we want to do. You want to challenge his question? No, <laughs> I want to challenge. <laughs> I want to agree with him, basically. Okay. So I just want to say that he started off by saying, this is so great with three laughing oh. face emojis. So he liked Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Thank you for that feedback and then he questioned my motives for coming back to this country asking if it was for me to find a husband what he asked if you coming back to this country was for you to find a husband yeah <laughs> which fyi it wasn't wow um but then his question i'm gonna okay. read it to you now it says serious right. inquiry in the mm. why are we still single section it sounds like you are assuming that being in a relationship would be better and that you need to console yourselves with encouraging words as though it's never your choice to be single. What? Am I hearing this right? Mm, okay. Is that how all single Christian women think? Aren't there any who actually want and choose to be single? I've been surprised that basically every young single Christian woman I've spoken to has said she wants to get married. So, oh, what do you think okay. about that? Wow. Okay. There's a lot of things that spring to mind straight away with that. And I don't know if we've got enough time (laughs) to talk about them all. Well, give me top one. Okay, so I think that's a valid question. I think that um, we we genuinely can't speak for the general public, but I think we can speak for ourselves. Yeah, we're not the voice of the people yet. (laughs) No, not yet. But for us, I would say actually being single 
is a great thing, but there's different seasons within that. And also maybe there's different points when we actively choose to be single and different points where maybe actually look, like wanting a relationship or to be married is also where we're at. But um, I think that there's like um, people in different categories. And I think I know of people who would genuinely say right now they want to be single and they're giving up relationships for that. And other people who are like, I genuinely would want to be married. And I think that both of us, correct me if I'm wrong, would say actually we would love to be married one day, but we're not necessarily basing our whole lives in each day on the task of trying to be married. You know, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. And I also think this isn't even like a Christian thing. I feel like it's in our entire culture and society and probably all cultures around the world that there's a a kind of thing about people wanting to be in relationships and wanting to be with someone like my friends who aren't Christians too they maybe it's not marriage but it's a desire to be with someone and I feel like that is that is maybe a human desire that like a lot of us feel and I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of but it's also what you do with your life Mm -hmm. like are you just waiting to be married or do you embrace singleness and enjoy it and think if I get married one day great if I don't that's not what my identity's in yeah exactly um the section why the hell am I still single which we're actually going to rename in this episode yeah we're not actually trying to sell each other for dates no I want to clarify that in case that was a confusion Mm -hmm. for people I know yeah that's not what we're doing I'm sorry I accidentally burped as well so I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear it but that's staying in there (laughs) very sorry just to prove I'm not trying to set myself up with anyone. I'm going to burp live on podcast. <laughs> Sorry, that snuck off on me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, I think that, yeah, we're not, we're basically not trying to sell each other on this for a date. We're just like trying to encourage each other because let's face it, it's hard enough at times in this cultural society where we're always comparing ourselves to each other, seeing that perfect image that perfect body that perfect relationship whatever it is and actually let's just like speak goodness into each other's lives Mm -hmm. as well yeah but also I would like to say like I've you know dated as have you but there was like a period in my life where I actively chose to be single and to focus on that because at that point in my life there was something more important to me than a relationship so I think it comes in waves and I don't think you could say that everyone at every point in their life is either desperate to be married or like always wanting to be single, you know? I think it depends where you're at. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Yeah. And it's like totally valid. If you're listening to this right now and you're really sad that you're single, I think that's valid. Yeah. And similarly, if you're married and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I was single. <laughs> they sound like they're having a great time. That's valid too. Yeah, that is valid. But you made a choice, so you stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this leads us on, right, to the idea, the myth. We came up with like a list of things mm. when we talk about this, about like lies yes. or myths or misconceptions that people have about being single, especially Christians. Yeah. And so this leads into one of those, I think, quite nicely. Um, yeah there's really a surprisingly a lot yeah I know. um is the idea that singleness is just a period of waiting yes. to be married and that's yeah. what it is and we do not accept that because actually I think that we would say that our times of being single have actually been really 
brilliant fun we've had opportunities and we've probably done things with our lives that we would not have been able to do if we had been married i feel like you're talking about us like the royal we as if we are a couple (laughs) i just want to point that out (laughs) speak for yourself (laughs) yeah i know so many people already thought that we were actually in a relationship (laughs) i'm trying not to solidify that we are not (laughs) yeah i agree like if you think about some of the people who've had the biggest impact in the world in actual not like oh I run a huge business and make millions of pounds but like I've transformed people's lives and made a huge impact a lot of those people are single people yeah I mean also married people do that as well well they do but I'm just saying <laughs> sorry I'm coming think in about Mother Teresa think yes. about Jesus yeah that's true they were also very good at doing things for other people <laughs> but I think um you have got a great story to share with a single activity, something that you did when you were single and would definitely not have been able to do when you were married. I feel like you're just trying to shoehorn my really great story into this podcast, but I'm happy yeah. to tell it. I am, because it's honestly one of my favourite stories ever. And I think that people need to hear okay. it. Okay, so basically we were talking about this earlier and um, I was saying that... If I, some people get married very young, right? Like when they're 19, Mm -hmm. 20 and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great if you found the love of your life. But when I was 20 or 19, I was in Zanzibar and I was having a great time. And if I'd been married, (laughs) honestly, the story that is about to follow would not have happened because someone would have said, yeah, that's not sensible. Don't do that. Stop. (laughs) So me and my two... There was no one there. Well, it was me and my two friends who honestly are less sensible than I am. I'm the most sensible of the three of us. Um, We were on a beach in Zanzibar, in the sun, having a great time. And then this man comes up to us and says, would you like to go swimming with dolphins? So obviously I was like, yeah, (laughs) I would. Yes, please. And then I was like, how much is it? Because, you know, I was young, a student didn't have money he said five pounds so i was like uh hello five pounds swimming with dolphins this is gonna be amazing my friends were right there with me they were like yes we're in tomorrow we'll come who was the ringleader in saying yes to that was that you or one of your friends i think probably it was all of us (laughs) i think my eyes lit up when they said five pounds and their eyes probably lit up when they said dolphins (laughs) i love that so i was picturing like you yeah. know when people go to Florida and there's all these pictures of them like hugging dolphins, like Sea World Adventure or something. <laughs> I was picturing yeah. that. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be awesome! What a time to be alive! So I said yes. The next day, really early in the morning, before the sunrise, a car comes to pick us mm-hmm. up. We go outside, just in our clothes and like swimwear, with our five pounds each. Right. <laughs> Glad you had your clothes on. <laughs> just want to clarify that it wasn't just in a bikini. Um, so then we get the drive. And we drive, it's quite far away. We don't really know where we're going and it's dark. So we drive quite a long way and we have like the tour guide and then the driver and then the three of us, like super excited. And we don't really notice (laughs) that it's quite a stormy day because we're just Mm -hmm. living off the vibes of excitement. So we get to this beach anyway. The sun's risen by this point and we see that the sea is super choppy. Um, But we're like, well, you know, they wouldn't, we wouldn't do it if it wasn't safe. So obviously it must be fine. So then we wade out like literally into the ocean in our clothes, <laughs> quite a lot deeper than I was expecting to get into. What? Why are we, why are you still in your clothes? Well, I didn't want to. If you're wading into the sea, well, surely you take your trousers off, well, right? Well, no, I think I was in shorts. On. Oh, okay. But I don't want to be walking around in a bikini. Sorry. I'm not an animal. <laughs> 
um, you know, didn't have that body confidence. So I strayed into the ocean, walked past a lot of reasonable looking boats into a very rickety rowing boat. <laughs> there was us three and a couple of other people. So then we row out. Okay. Who were also there for a five pound I don't know how much. The, I imagine experience. they probably paid more, if I'm honest, because they were like a middle-aged couple. Oh. <laughs> so then we rowed, we rowed like with oars yeah. rather than rowed like on a horse out into yeah. <laughs> further into the ocean <laughs> and got into this other boat, which had an engine, but was also very rickety. And okay. then literally swimming with dolphins, no word of a lie, was chasing after specks of grey in the distance <laughs> to try and reach them. So he'd be like, look, there's a dolphin there. And I was like, I can't see anything. <laughs> and we'd chase after it. And then it got to the point where we were like, kind of, apparently quite close. So he wanted us all to put our snorkels on. But by this point, I get really travel sick and I am not feeling well. Because the sea is... So, oh, I know you do. The sea is so choppy. And so then... I was like, right, I don't know. I don't really know what to do in this situation. So he's trying to get me to go in the ocean. And I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, go in the ocean. It will make you feel better. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's how it works. I, he said it was such confidence. I trusted him. So yeah. I put my snorkel on. Next thing I know, my friends are already in there. They're having the best time. They're loving it. He drags me like out of this boat into the ocean by my arms. I plunge headfirst in with a snorkel on. So all the seawater goes into my mouth. I'm like splattering. He's pointing really excitedly at something, but I can't see anything because all water's gone into my eye goggles. <laughs> Didn't even see the dolphin. Anyway, yeah. I'm also a really bad swimmer, just a side note. So then they basically have to haul me back into the boat, oh, which man. wasn't attractive. Yeah. And then I don't feel better. I feel awful. So then I'm throwing up out of okay. the side of the boat. <laughs> Oh, no. Which my friends subsequently dive into again to see these dolphins. Oh, no. <laughs> into your vomit in the Probably, sea. Probably, yeah. Oh, um, my goodness. It, they were very nice, gracious about it, but it was disgusting. Yeah, that is horrific. <laughs> so basically, it was not, it was not to be, you know, it was, we paid for what we got, essentially. <laughs> Five-pound so dolphin experience. So after a few hours of like, or I felt like a few hours, it might have only been a few minutes, who knows, chasing after these dolphins, we eventually get back to dry land. I'm so thankful to be on the sand. All I can think about is getting back to my nice little cheap hut that I'm staying in, get myself, you know, a lemonade, put some sun cream on, lie on the beach. And then our tour guide is literally passed out on the sand. Oh, no. Completely wasted. No. <laughs> he'd spent all of our 15 pounds every penny of it on alcohol was completely drunk oh, so no. then the driver is still there but we're like well can you drive us back and he says you need to pay me because I haven't been paid and so we were like well we don't have any money with us because we thought we were on an all inclusive trip so <laughs> <laughs> a five pound all inclusive trip <laughs> so we have no money so he just drives <laughs> off and leaves us there with the drunk man yeah um yeah and then basically the dolphin guy that had pulled me into the ocean let us come to his house for dinner and eventually walked us all the way home we managed to like hitch a ride on the top of um like a lorry truck thing mm. and then that stopped so we had to walk and then me and one of my friends managed to hitch a ride on a motorbike which was quite exciting because I've never been on a motorbike Ooh, before but also I left my other friend with this man and was 100% convinced she'd been murdered by herself no, with this other dolphin man yeah I know I'm sorry you left your friend <laughs> in this part of the story doesn't man. reflect well on me but <laughs> oh my goodness the motorbike man said that he'd come back for her but then we got to the village and then this man started chasing us mm -hmm. and we were like what is happening and he was like that is my motorbike and I was like 
what the heck? And he was like, that's my motorbike. You've stolen my motorbike. You have to give it back. So I was like, no, I'm sorry. They can't give this back because my friend is left over there. So he needs to go and get her and then he'll give it back. But then he took the motorbike. So then my friend was stranded. And then the nice dolphin man walked all the way back. So it was okay in the end. But there was a, you know, an hour there where I thought she was a goner and it was awful. Wow, that is quite stressful. All this to say, (laughs) I'm realizing I'm not coming across very well in this story. (laughs) But you're a 21, it's fine. Different, yeah, different, different time of life. All this to say, if I'd been married, there's no way mm. I would have had that experience. And then yeah, that's in true. those sad days when you needed something to laugh about, what story would I have told you? Yeah, I know. I would have been storyless for those days when I needed cheering up. <laughs> Sorry, I've just got one question about this whole story. Did you actually see a dolphin? <laughs> so I think I did. I saw something grey. <laughs> <laughs> in the ocean but I've seen dolphins oh since word. in the wild that were much okay. clearer so I'm not convinced mm. that I did see a dolphin but I didn't swim oh. with them but I'm not sure I swam with them okay. on this occasion either I just swam near them yeah I don't think you were near a dolphin that day <laughs> yeah is what I'm gonna say I'm sorry to crush your 21 year old self um I feel like we've been talking for a really long time and we haven't even got through all of our exciting things yeah, in the no, but that was worth I just that's just honestly one of my favorite <laughs> stories and I love that so thank you for sharing and like like you say genuinely we are just saying that being single does not mean you're waiting yes you know you know we can have great life experiences I've had many as well and again I just want to point out that sometimes we choose to be single and we're happy yeah. with that and sometimes the desire to be married is there and that is also okay. Yeah, but it's just what you do with that, you know? what you do with this time. Yeah, exactly. Let's just live life well. Yes. Let's laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the question mm. had been about the why are we still single section. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we decided to rename this section Tinderella. Yeah, we did. Because we feel like it's a better title, if we're honest. <laughs> Yeah, I just think it's more fun and I like it. So, yeah. I'm going to let you go first this time because last time I went first and then it turned out I was offensive. This is a section where we're just bigging each other up and making ourselves feel good about ourselves, especially yeah. after we've just proved that we are sometimes idiots. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we do things we shouldn't be doing. Um, yeah, so I would say that one of the great qualities about you is your love of language and actually how well read you are and that I never have a boring conversation with you well I'm I'm speechless (laughs) (laughs) but genuinely you always make me laugh and even though actually I just want to bring this up that there was one time when we were on a night out and we were told by one guy that we were not in the top 10 of his funniest people that he knew and I've heard that he listened to the previous podcast so if you're listening to this we remember yeah we do remember <laughs> and you said that we weren't funny and actually I would just like to point out so um <laughs> that you are one of the funniest people that I know so thank you very you much take that. I will you're very welcome I will thank you okay that's nice mine for you has to be you've got a great voice <laughs> because the amount of my friends and even some of my own family members who have listened to the podcast and their comment first comment has been oh the girl you co-host that show with has a really lovely voice (laughs) nothing about me thank you (laughs) sorry sorry that my voice stole it no I thought you had a good voice that's why I made you record the intro and now it's been backed up by at least five other people (laughs) so 
<laughs> I think you should take oh. that and maybe go into voiceover work. Yeah, maybe I should. Actually, that's quite a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, well, it's an option. Set up a radio show. I mean... As well as this podcast. Don't leave the podcast, I need you. <laughs> How are people going to cope just with this one voice? <laughs> maybe you do different accents. <laughs> I'm really bad at accents and I don't want to come across as racist, so I'm not going to take that mantle. <laughs> yeah, that's very wise. Okay, I feel like last time you were in charge of the sections that now I've got in charge and it's very stressful. Yeah, I know. I'm quite enjoying it, actually. <laughs> so now it's time for some people's favourite section, Caught yes. in Chaos. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to throw it to you because I feel like you must probably have a Caught in Chaos story. Yeah, I know. And I, well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Presumptions <laughs> <laughs> was that close, I do. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, last time we did it, I started off with a six-year-old story, and <laughs> I don't know what what on earth made me do that. If you're listening, go... she was six and the boy was six. It wasn't her now and a six-year-old child. <laughs> yeah, please, let's just clarify that. <laughs> that did not happen. Um, so, oh my I gosh, thought... we didn't say we're doing this over Zoom. We never said that. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, sorry guys. This is happening over Zoom and we're trying to record it well for you. So hopefully it's going to come across well. The fact that we've actually managed to have high comedy banter, some some would say, maybe you disagree, over <laughs> Zoom is pretty impressive, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Still got it. Um, <clears throat> so okay, I'm going to fast forward a few years and bring you to a story that I think many people already know about me. Okay. That involves a uniform. <laughs> I think I might know where we're going. <laughs> Do you know where we're going with this Maybe, one? but please tell me. Okay. Oh man, I've actually got two uniform stories. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm just going to leave one there as like a little, um, you know, tantalizer and yeah. people might come in and ask about that. Okay, so I'm going to go with um, one where it actually, it never, it was never a date. It never turned into a date. It was just um, a moment of... <clears throat> embarrassment but also great joy <laughs> so I in my job I often work with um police and firemen <laughs> which I hate obviously <laughs> and um there was one day I was um in my job I was doing I was holding a meeting which involved policemen coming in to this meeting. And I was um, chairing this meeting, so I was in charge. I was trying to control what could be quite um, a volatile situation. And um, I don't know why I'm laughing, it's not funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I worked quite closely with a local police officer. And he said to me before we went into this meeting, like he called me up and he was like, do you mind if I bring this other officer with me who's just joined the force? And he is um, coming to shadow me today. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's absolutely fine. No worries. Of course he can come in. And um, <clears throat> when I got there into this meeting, I was introduced to this new officer. And <laughs> he was genuinely one of the best looking men I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I got a little bit flustered. Um, like quite flustered actually because he was honestly just unbelievably good looking he had these like bright blue eyes I can remember to this day the details <laughs> and like <laughs> this like very cheeky charming smile and um in this 
me i think maybe i'm not gonna lie it's probably also partly the uniform do you love a guy in a uniform right a lot of people and, um, do. yeah i don't know what it is but there's just something very attractive about that but um so this guy sitting opposite me he ends up sitting opposite me in this meeting while there's a lot happening and i'm trying to manage the situation and um keep people feeling safe and stable and <laughs> sorry the whole thing i and I honestly could not get my words out. And he was sitting opposite me. And I think he had clocked on pretty quickly that I definitely found him attractive. If you're that good looking, you probably know it, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think, like, fair enough, he really was good looking. <laughs> he, he had the right to assume. <laughs> but um, I genuinely was watching him, couldn't get my words out. And it was just very awkward and embarrassing. And he was um, basically smiling at me and laughing the whole way through, which was making it worse because I have been told that I'm one of the worst people to laugh at inappropriate moments. I once got told off in a small group, like a church small group, because you made me laugh too much. <laughs> and I was mortified. I felt like a naughty school child. It's because you were giving me eyes across the room. <laughs> So apparently some of my friends were chatting the other week about who would be the worst person to have in a meeting if you had to be serious and someone was laughing. Every single person said me. <laughs> I would also have said you. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. So um, yeah, basically this like court and chaos story is that this officer was probably one of the most good looking men I have ever met. He quite rightfully got me quite flustered. I made an idiot of myself in my job <laughs> in front of everybody. And then he swiftly walked out of my life. And oh, you never, never saw, saw him again. again. No, I didn't. But I think that is probably quite good. <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> that. I don't know why I thought maybe there'd be a happy ending to the story because I know you're single now, but. Yeah, I know. There, yeah, there was no happy ending. There was no follow on. But this guy was just phenomenally beautiful. That is an awkward situation. Like if you work in a context where there's just good looking people in uniform walking in and out, what's a girl meant to do? Yeah, what is a girl meant to do? Charity sector, no such problems. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Unless all my colleagues the, listening. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, surely you sometimes must have to have like fire marshals come in or something, right? Never, never once. Never? What about that time that you got to use the fire extinguisher? Oh. Was there not a fireman there for that? <laughs> Best day of my life, but no, it was just our office manager person, like Aww. building manager. And it was just because me and another friend, um, yeah. we just complained that fire training was always really boring. And then he stormed out of the room and we were like, oh no. And then he came back in with a fire extinguisher and let us use it. It was amazing. <laughs> One of the best days of my life. That's one way to cry, please. Yeah. He left shortly after. I think he was on his way out. So like, as in he was retiring. No, he wasn't fired. He got fired. (laughs) So he just decided to throw caution to the wind. Because fire extinguishers are actually very expensive. So you shouldn't let them off as a joke. Thanks for that serious side note. (laughs) I just want everyone to know that I'm not endorsing (laughs) bad behavior. No, fire safety all times, please. Well, I feel like we've got through a lot and we've talked for a really long time. Uh, no, sorry, guys. We just had a lot to chat about. We've also not seen each other for a long period of time. <laughs> These are going to get like longer and longer and longer. Yeah, I know. The longer we're in isolation, <laughs> yeah. it's going to happen. But clearly, as you can see, our court and chaos stories so far have involved zero courting and 100% chaos. <laughs> Yeah, so genuinely, please do write in and tell us some Court and Chaos stories, okay? Um, let's like build up. So you can write into us at a tale of two singles at gmail.com. We genuinely really do want to hear from you. And 
we just want to say thank you for all the feedback that we've already had. Yes. So keep that coming in because we want to make sure that what we're doing is what you guys want to hear. Yeah. So if there's something you want us to talk about or if you think we're completely missing the point of what we should be talking about or just we've lost the plot please yeah. feel free to direct us and also yeah. please subscribe to our podcast yes, do subscribe and share it with your friends and just help us spread mm-hmm. the word a tale of two singles we're on soundcloud hopefully by the time you listen to this we're also on spotify itunes all over the place so yeah. please follow us and get your friends to do the same yeah do because we enjoy making this we hope you enjoy listening to it and we just want to make you smile yes and I really was serious about the chocolate mousse. (laughs) If you're feeling sad, that's what I recommend. A chocolate mousse. And if you're a local um, group. Business. What are we going? Business. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) If you're a local business, do like join, tell us, and we will try and get people knowing about you in their local areas. Yes, we will. Let's promote the locals. Yeah, especially if you're single, even better. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode two of A Tale of Two Singles. Great to have you with us. We love you. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.